Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so you can become who you were meant to be in the first place, said some very wise unknown person. <laughs> hey friends, thank you for pressing play and tuning into Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson, and you're invited to join me every week for transparent storytelling about life, love, and business. Get ready to laugh, to feel inspired, and challenged to get out of your comfort zone. We are all adjusting to this world of perfection experts doing it for the gram, when in real life, we're just out here trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Hang on to our adult relationships, find the balance between side hustle and nine to five, and adjust to our new identities in marriage and parenthood. Each episode, I will help you see the growth and possibility in what's next. Are you in position for the next transition? Let's get into the show. I believe in me and where I am right now is where I need to be. Hey girl, hey! This podcast is sponsored by the Millennial Wives Club. We are a community of supportive women who just so happen to be millennial wives, hence the name. We are actually more than just wives. We are mothers. We are bosses, we are friends, we are leaders in our community, daughters, sisters, and so much more. Despite the name, the Millennial Wives Club, you do not have to be a wife to join the club, but you do have to aspire to be a wife. If you are a woman who has a passion for connecting and supporting like-minded women, looking for a tribe to remind you that you are not alone, and don't mind going places with strangers who turn into sister friends, join us. Just go to the website, themillennialwivesclub.com slash join the club for more details on how to join your local chapter or how to start your own. All right, girl, we'll see you then. Now let's get back into the show. Welcome back to Women in Transition. I'm your host, Tia Davidson, and today I am the special guest too. So usually, you know, in past episodes, I have a guest join me, I do an interview with them, and I do this fabulous introduction, and I have them state, you know, their name and why they're a woman in transition. And so today, I'm going to try to do that myself, um... Ideally, I would have liked someone to interview me and maybe, you know, that'll happen again down the line. But I really didn't know where I wanted to go with this. Um, This is very random, um, but I feel like this is the best platform for me to kind of give you an update on where I've been the past few months and what I've been doing and what transition I am currently in. Um, And so here we go. Hi, my name is Tia, and I am a woman in transition because who I have become conflicts with who I am destined to be. So I am unbecoming in order to find myself again. If you know, you know. (laughs) Some of you may be like, what does that even mean? Well, when you try so hard to be someone you're not, you tend to lose sight of yourself. You end up doing things to please other people, which results in living by their expectations. And in the end, you become what they want you to be, 
which can lead anyone down the wrong path to self-destruction. So I've shared, if you have been rocking with me since the Millennial Wives Club blog um, and blogging about my experience as a wife, I talk a lot about how we as women tend to lose our identity in the roles that we play, whether that be as a wife, whether that be a new mom, it's just you become so engulfed in trying to figure out how to be, what to be, what to do, what this looks like. And then you're not only thinking about yourself anymore, you're thinking about another person. And as women, naturally, we are caretakers. We want to take care of everyone. And so in doing that, we tend to forget what makes us us? What do we like to do? Um, what makes us happy? And so some of us just are busy being distracted by those roles and by the tasks and the everyday things that are tied to being a mom, being a wife, being a sister, being a friend, whatever that may be to you, being an entrepreneur, you know, your business, you become distracted by handling things. And that is just not the place that I want to operate in anymore. And so the past few months, I have really just been reflecting on how I've been operating and realizing that, you know, being busy and being distracted may be a trauma response to something. And there has to be a reason why I am not comfortable just sitting down and just chilling and just going through life and or I've realized I don't even know what I like to do outside of doing the things that I've been doing to keep myself distracted. And so I challenge you guys as well to think about what makes you happy outside of work, outside of your family. What do you do for yourself that makes you happy without considering anyone else just for yourself to know um I've realized that I pretty much have lived a life that was a battle between what I thought I was supposed to do based on the expectations of how I was raised mixed with some I'm doing what I want to do because I love to live for experiences I need to have my own experiences of certain things so that I can relate back to and know that that is something that I like to do or that I don't want to do. You know, you kind of learn your own lessons. It's kind of an odd place to be in because some of the decisions are based on what other people want me to do and what they expect from me and other decisions I've made were made out of rebellion and standing up for myself in the sense of I need to do this myself. So I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do right now. And I'm not going to not do it because you want me to do it. You know, think teenage years when when you hear that. But can I be real with y'all and have a truth moment? I am unable to see myself the way that others see me. I don't trust myself to make the best decisions for myself. And I've pretty much always been my own worst critic. It's pretty deep, y'all. And it interrupts 
my ability to love myself, to be truly happy, and to know my worth. It's even crazier because I project myself to be confident, put together, this decisive person who knows the importance of self-love, happiness, and self-worth, which I guess is still true. But for some reason, I won't let myself believe that on the inside and live in that energy and live in that space. And you may ask, why? Why is that? Well, that is exactly why I started going to therapy. Um, it's, it's just the past few months, I've reevaluated my relationship, my career, my brands, and myself. I often feel like I've gotten myself in situations that have caused me to feel like I have an image to keep up and to feel the pressure of being optimistic and positive all the time. And I can't blame anybody but myself because that is the energy that I give out in hopes to inspire people. And it's like, it's crazy because, you know, you read if you read a lot of self-help books and things like that, it's all about training your mind um, to think positively and to think how you want your life to go, you know, and manifestation, you know, is like a big thing, like thinking it and speaking it and seeing it. And I've lived in that energy in that place for so long, but nobody talks about how doing that can kind of, put you in like a ignorance is bliss type of category um, because in a way, though you are projecting and thinking positively and, you know, trying to surround yourself with that positive energy, at the same time, you're kind of neglecting um, your actual feelings about things, you know, Um Say you're having a bad day and you're just like, today's going to be a great day. And then, you know, the day doesn't really get any better, but you're still thinking positively. You know, that does negatively affect you on the inside, you know, your feelings or whatever it may be. And I now know that you have to acknowledge your feelings. For one, I'm not a freaking robot. So, you know, thinking positively and, you know, surrounding myself with positive quotes and, you know, encouraging other people to be optimistic and to be positive is great, but I'm not a freaking robot and that's not going to be every day. I don't care what my intention is. I don't care how many affirmations I do. Like I'm a human, like I have other feelings outside of positive feelings and I be going through it sometimes. And I'm a Gemini. So y'all already know how they go. Y'all know how we are. I can be over the moon, excited, happy one day and crying and sad the next. And I don't even know why. But when I'm in those down moments, I've realized that I distract myself. Like I will that's when I'll probably like really go hard with my brand I'll start planning things I'll start you know creating other things and creating these distractions and I've realized that I'm addicted to being distracted 
from my own personal growth, my own ability to make decisions and acknowledging my feelings. Because instead of noticing those things and realize and admitting to them and being honest about, you know, how I'm feeling and where I am, I just tend to project or create other things that ideally end up being like helpful to other people, but not myself. You know, I think I'm great at uplifting and inspiring and motivating people and helping other people realize these things about themselves. But I refuse to look at myself (laughs) and realize that who I've become is not who I want to be, if that makes sense. I want to be who I'm telling other people that they need to be. I let's for a minute before we get into that, let's just talk about who I've become from my own experience. Who I've become is my own worst critic. And who I've become is someone who feels like on the inside that they are putting on a show and putting on a show has resulted me to feel like I'm putting myself in a box and me, I, I do not do well in boxes. I am a free spirit. I am a I need room to make decisions, to decide, you know, I need options. And this box that I've put myself in is not allowing me to feel like that. And it's making me feel like I'm restricted. And when I feel restricted, that's when I feel rebellious. And I feel like this is a box that no one else can get me out of. You know, I tend to, another thing about me is that I tend to look outside of myself for resolutions and depend on the opinions of others to help me figure out what I want to do and to help me out of my own situations. But I've realized that no one can help me out of this box that I'm currently in. And that's what makes this process so beautiful to me because I have to decide what I'm going to do next. I have to decide what I want for myself. And the only, the con to being or being this person who I've become is that people fall in love with and have gotten to know and gotten familiar with the version that I've shown them. Not really who I am because I only share what I can control and what I'm okay with other people doing. And it's sad because the way that I feel on the inside and how I'm communicating now out loud, just listening to myself. You would think I went through some real trauma. I got some real issues. Somebody done really, you know, hurt me. But I ha- 
had a great childhood, you know, I have a life filled with people who love me. It's just really an internal struggle with myself and me feeling the pressure to be perfect. But at the same time, I'm encouraging others that they don't have to be perfect. And this has created imposter syndrome with me, which I've talked about on my social media at According to Tia. And it has caused me to feel like a fraud (laughs) because I am influencing and inspiring others to be themselves, to be true to themselves, to share their story, to share their truth. When I myself have not embraced the negative parts of me and I hide them and no one knows that they exist, but I'm often triggered by certain things that happen. And when I respond in a way that I can't even communicate to whoever I'm reacting to, it's because it's just so much to explain. It would also make me vulnerable which I view for myself as weak and an easy target and easy target to be taken advantage of. And then I asked myself, why do you, where did this come from? Why do you even feel like this? And it's because I've been taken advantage of in the past, in the past uh, relationships with guys, you know, little boyfriends I thought I had and friendships, best friends that I thought that would last forever. I've been taken advantage of and somehow I've stayed in that space. I didn't let that go. And I've started operating in that energy to protect myself. And so it is a defense mechanism for me to hide negative qualities about myself that I feel are negative and or to just even open up to people because I feel like this could be something that they could use against me later. And that is not a way to live, you know? I like to be in control of everything. All of this has caused me to be a low-key control freak. And I like to control the situation. I also have become a person who loves to hear what other people think of me because I have no idea how I come off sometimes. And though this is an example of placing value on things outside of myself and not relying on myself to make decisions, see how I'm keeping myself from, you know, growing. It is a bad habit that is unbecoming of me And has caused me to rely on the opinions of others to validate myself. Which is crazy. So that's who I've become. And let's talk about who the unbecoming me looks like. After after unbecoming all of those things that I just said that I've become. What does the new me looks like? (laughs) She is no longer trying to control everything or distract herself and avoiding her true feelings. She is surrendering to God 
and waiting on him to guide her steps. She is honoring what she loves about herself and also embracing what she doesn't love about herself and understanding that those two halves make her whole and she needs to embrace that in order to become the person who she needs to be and who God is waiting on her to be so that he can bring her all of those blessings and put her in the position of her purpose. She is honoring what she loves about herself, like I said, and no longer scattering her energy because currently she is pouring herself in too many cups and nothing is going to fully develop until she can give her full energy to something. This girl will know how to ask for help and knows just because she can do it all, she doesn't have to do it all. This girl will give herself the love she seeks and value herself. That's who I want to be, y'all. And, you know, the past three months, I've been to three therapists. (laughs) Um, One who was a spiritual guidance healer. It's very tarot card, uh, spirits and energy talk for those of you who, you know, are wondering what that is. And. I have just really been out here trying to listen to the universe, listen to God, and figure out what I need to be doing. Because I know, I know that I'm destined for greatness. Me and God have a relationship. We be talking, he be talking to me, and he has given me messages that are the same over and over and over again that confirm that one I need to get myself right I need to focus on myself I've been raised to care for other people and see the potential in other people and encourage other people. And now I'm learning to do that for myself. You know, growing up, my mom made it a point to raise me to believe that it's more important to be beautiful on the inside than the outside. And she really put in the work to make me become a more down-to-earth, humbled person as opposed to a spoiled brat with pretty girl privilege. Think mean girls when I say that. Instead of being cute and talking down to others, she encouraged me to be friendly to everyone and to see people's heart and their potential and to help them be their best self in whatever way that I could help. But somewhere along the line, I started viewing, 
I started living in that space of being humble. And another thing no one ever talks about is the side effects of being humble. When you're being humble and some, in a way, suppressing your greatness and not trying to blind anyone with your light because what you're doing and who you are is just so great. You can't really fully embrace that because then you'll come off as boastful or bragging or, you know, just doing too much. And I don't want to be that person. And so in the spirit of being humble and grateful and sincere and transparent and, you know, all of those things, somehow I have turned a blind eye to myself and the great things that I'm doing and I'm trying to hide those things or not really talk about those things and like why like you can still be humble and grateful and share your gifts and be open about what you're doing. And that can be inspirational too, I guess. And I'm saying this because I'm thinking about this as I'm saying this. And I'm realizing all of these things as I'm saying this right now. And it's just like, you know, realizing all of these things really took time and it me being by myself for these past few months and having the space and time and energy to even reflect on these things about myself have just been a lot it's been a lot to process and I didn't really even want to (laughs) share you know all the things that I'm going through but God has just really put it on my heart to do this episode and to just share just a little bit of what I've been going through the past few months. And I hope that there was a reason. I know that there was a reason. And there is so much more to share with you guys about all of this. And I plan to do that, you know, on this podcast. I hope that just a little bit that I've shared about the current transition that I currently am in, that it inspires you and for you to take the time to yourself to learn what makes you happy, what it is that you want, because until you do that for you, there is nothing and nobody, no business, no husband, no girlfriend, No, nothing that can help you be your happiest, content self, fulfilled. I'm on a a soul path to fulfillment, y'all. And I'm trying to help y'all along that way. And so that is why I started this podcast called Women in Transition, because we all are in a transition, We all are in transition. We all are going through some things. And sometimes it's just helpful to know that you are not alone in what you're going through. So I shared my story today, just a little bit (laughs) today, 
in hopes to inspire you guys to figure out your path to self-love, happiness, self-worth. And I challenge you to figure out that for yourself and take that time um, to yourself to realize that. So I think I've talked enough. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. And if you are following me on Instagram, definitely send me a DM or comment on my latest post and let me know what you think about this episode and if it resonated with you. Um, Because like I said, I'm still in this transition. This is who I want to be. You know, I haven't made it yet. I'm still going through it. Um, So having you guys will be very, very helpful in hearing your feedback and hearing your stories as well. Um, I really appreciate you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Bye. Well, all right, friends, that's all I got. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson. I hope you enjoyed the show. For show notes and submission of questions, please visit www.accordingtotia.com. But before you do that, can you do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast? And while you're there, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate your feedback and your support. And if you're not already following me at According to Tia or at the Millennial Wives Club, you are missing out. I'll catch you on the next episode. I'm not afraid. See, I don't wanna block what God has for me. Watching what I feed my mind, good energy. Good energy. And I let go the people that's no good for me. See, I'm fully, fully persuaded, persuaded that I can do this. Yep, I can make it. I'm an entrepreneur with integrity. I like nothing. I ain't no sense of jealousy.